The Sample Axis, administered by Boyga Nelson. Yeah, let me try that. Uh, Legion the sisters and uh, you can't start like that. You can't that. start like that. <laughs> Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Please do let us do that. <laughs> yeah, of course, this is the only time we are doing it. <laughs> All Le- right, keep this recording going on. This is where to be part of the podcast. Yeah. I just didn't want us to start out with, but you know what? Oh, we're going to start that way anyway. We're on. I go by the name L-A-Y-C-O-N, and you're listening to the Sample Axis podcast. Stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and the undecided, welcome to the podcast, the Sample Axis. This is my attempt, myself and Nelson's attempt to go back in time and pick out some of the best records of all time that have been sampled in this time. So yeah, present day, we have new music Sampling from old music, this podcast is about comparing uh, the changes in times, the changes in technology, the changes in genres, the creation of new genres essentially, and how music never really dies. Iconic music, if we have to say. My name is Buiga, this is Nelson, yeah. and this is um, um, the podcast. What's up with you? What have you been doing recently? Man, I've just been listening to a lot of music, basically trying to get things in perspective because it feels like we're like in the i don't know uh tough times basically in terms of like tough tough times in terms of like you know there's like in our side of the world is this recession ish or adolescent or no no no, nigerian 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 ish and then of course there's adulting with it like all these things are like you know happening at once you know you're realizing there's no money money doesn't have value yeah and then like things you have to do and then you have to listen to music you have to be basically almost everybody that i know that is around me is struggling so much to remain happy yeah which is kind of like a weird thing but one of the things that hold us down you know and one of the things that makes us feel good about ourselves is listening to music yeah for real and basically that's what i've been doing you know for a while but then you know all those parts there's no how much you can listen to music at some point you just be like oh boy, i lose get money like this <laughs> is there a way, speaking of happiness and stuff like that yeah how do you preserve happiness i know this thing very well a lot of young people yeah. i'd like to believe especially in nigeria know this feeling where you're sad sometimes in fact for many people a lot of times they are sad yeah. so but there, there is always a window there's always one day that is happiness goodness good vibes good energy when you get those moments how can you preserve it is there something that you can use like a cooler i think where you can I think, store your food and yeah how do you preserve but i think this that? is this is one of the things that we have to hold on to there's really no particular way for it. You can't be happy all the time. It's yeah, not possible, you. basically. But there's one thing that I've learned from, you know, listening to people or seeing people that have done it for a very long time. It's positive energy. Mm. That's, the, that's the entire thing. That's, that's the only thing that you can hold on to. Out of every situation, you drag out the positive and make sure you are progressing. Do you understand? So basically, progression is like very important. You just want to keep on doing stuff. You understand? So wherever, whatever situation you are in right now, whether it's like you're sad, you're angry, just always drag out the positive out of mm. these things. How can I, you know, make something big out of this? Or, you know, that, that step-by-step thing. Like, yeah. I, I don't know, like, I don't want to talk about this because it's like a trending issue. Yeah. And I don't like to touch on trending issues, but mm. I saw like a couple of, you know, people tweeting about like, when I was 23, I'm doing this, when I was yeah. 23, I'm doing that. I mean, it's all great, beautiful amazing i mean i can also hold on to a couple of things i've done at the age of 23 i'm not 23 anymore that doesn't define but, but that doesn't reality. like hold on to that doesn't like say it's the same or when a level playing ground yeah, you get so everybody has like different steps and you know it's all good but basically 
thing I enjoy the most is listening to music. Yeah. I've been doing that a lot. I'm I'm happy towards like days like this that I can talk about music. Speaking so of, yeah. Speaking of music, I'm the all round guy, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, I know that 100. You are listening to Bussalin, you are listening to. I'm the Oran guy. Listening to uh, Reggae and then. Mitch, <laughs> Mitch Angelo, I'm listening yeah, to right. Busy Signal. Or, ah, I love Busy Signal though. Omarion, um, Yonda, Davis, who else? Yeah. Did I find out recently? Uh, Professor Waiki Ajao was with the Obey generation. Oh, okay. So, all kinds of, you know, music. Yeah. Uh, Polaike, Dairo, Shadia, Do. The list goes on. So, yeah. What would I be surprised you're listening to recently? Well, I've been listening to a um, couple of weird things lately. I've been listening to a couple of, like, opera music, which I don't I don't vibe to normally. But, but like, lately I've been seeing, you know, since we, we talked about, one, I think, one of our meetings recently. Yeah. And we talked about a couple of sounds. And I remember I remember I told you something about something from 1893. Mm. And then I just decided, you know, okay, Eric, Eric Savoy or what's his name? I just said, okay, let me check up. Mm. And I discovered that a couple of these sounds actually, like, you know, have weird feelings with them. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I think I'm beginning to understand... Not just the opera, but the sound, like all this orchestra thing. Like there's this there's this vibe that it comes with. And I've been watching a lot of comedy lately. I think that's where my positive energy has been coming from. Oh, Key nice. and Peel. Basically, I've been following the episodes. I think I told you about them. Key and Peel is all these cartoons. No, no, Key and Peel is those guys I told you about, Jordan, Jordan Peel and Oh, Megan okay, Key. okay. These Megan are real Key people. Peel. Yeah, yeah. Basically, that have been working, you know, their hands off. Yeah. And they are, you know, they're hard workers, basically. And yeah. it's, it's quite cool when you see people like that. You know, okay, you know what? Regardless of what's happening or regardless of where I am right now, I can always find my, a way to make myself, you know, occupied. Hmm. But in terms of music, man... I've been dabbing a lot, but like I just discovered a couple of 80s sound that I didn't know before, like yeah. Twilight 22, Phil and the Galaxy. You know, I wh- heard about a reggae guy today. Which guy? Yellow Man. Oh, wow, that's where. You don't know Yellow Man? I probably might know him. Yeah, he he's, you know, he's in the dancehall genre. Okay. He has, is this new? new, new no, not, not new, 80s, oh, 90s. Wow, wow. All right. And there's something different about him. He's an albino. And he faced some kind of discrimination coming up. And the good thing about his story is that he kept on performing up until recently. He had skin cancer because of his skin and all that. But still, he kept going. So, yeah, let's let's get to today's quartet. We yeah. have an interesting genre. An interesting, interesting. Uh, interesting show today. Of course, okay, not of course. The quartet we have today goes from Sheisho Dimu to Lydia the Sisters to Ira Star and to... Chief Ebenezer Obe, one of Nigeria's legends in music. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, where do we start from? I feel like there's, a, there's a connect basically already. Thinking about it, I, I, I just want to, I feel like we should start with the ladies because, yeah. you know, it's like the ladies quartet first. is kind of like different. Isn't that cliche? Ladies first? Uh, well, it's kind of cliche. That's the only they cliche don't that's reasonable. Yeah, they don't get enough, do they? I mean, we say ladies first, but we don't let them do. Everything yeah, a lot first. of things. So, so it's yeah. only right that we're cliche today. It's right, it's right. and I love the Lijado sisters. I, I one thing that I can connect with the um, current like goings of music, yeah, is the fact that you know people like the Lijado sisters. They have this eccentric vibe, spiritual thing that is part of like you know you know part of them is beautiful basically. Mm. So that's something that we can actually look at. You yeah. know, Lijado sisters. Um, are your stars well? You know, there was a video that came out. I don't know whether you saw that video from Cotty. I saw it. I just saw some parts and I could it, I could get the link between Lijadu and uh, Arya Star. And now I get why she... I feel like she's like, you know, 
maybe a third generation yeah, of, you know, of, of Lijadu sisters. sisters. And I'll be excited to see because I don't know whether it's me, but I feel like the vibe around her has kind of like gone down a little bit. Not really. Maybe because, you know, a lot of music is being saturated into the trust industry Maven. currently. Trust Maven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, trust, I trust Maven. I mean, look at Roga. For look at Roga, for example. Roga was already looking at some point, like, I mean, I told you about Roga at one point, that like, you know, no, we both said... Is it Roga or Ruga? Ruga, Roga. Whatever. Sounds like Roga. Well, Ruga, Roga, whatever, you know, the yeah. patch guy. We were talking about him and we said stuff like, oh, this guy, you know, He's so We're good, really but why is like everybody not paying attention to let's him? Let's not digress. Ruga yeah. is coming up, but long and short, if it's Maven, I expect, yeah, yeah, good, yeah, good. I expect um, a rollout, uh, a pattern from them. You might not see the whole blossoming, but give it time. Crayon is not right there yet, but you can respect his work ethic. You can respect yeah. that he's dropping jams, EP singles there and there Ladipo Johnny Drill is doing amazing yeah. who else is there Rema is on tour in America so every move is calculated Arasai is going to that level like I'd like to see how she's going do. there speaking of Koti shout out to Koti EO uh, one of Nigeria's finest YouTubers uh, she did uh, uh, an expose or like a documentary what she calls Flow yeah. Flow with Koti with Arasai where she says a true celestial being so yeah um I was talking about religion and all that, but like you said, we're starting with Lija the sisters. sisters, yes. For people to be able to get the Irasta reference, the reason we're talking about Irasta is because one of her songs she sampled of the EP titled Irasta, self-titled, right? Yes, self-titled Irasta EP. The has song, five songs. This song in particular that we're talking about it's called was Sorry. produced by Don Jazzy. Are you sure it's not louder? Yeah, Don Jazzy. Are you double sure? I checked. Oh, okay. And I so saw Don Jazzy. I'm this like, is produced by Don Jazzy. I say it makes sense that and, it's produced by Don Jazzy. And it's called Sari, sampling yeah. a song called Orire Lejibu by yeah. Lija the Sisters. Oh, you say that so cool. I wish I could do that. You can't do what I do. Orire Lejibu. <laughs> Come on, you see. Drop that. <laughs> I just did that. If now. you could do that, you can't put tone marks on it. You know what? Good. Yeah. I get that. But yeah. the thing is, I can still say the Yoruba correctly. Properly. So that's all right. Which is the privilege you have as a bicultural Nigerian. Yeah, yeah, that's you cool. You can yeah, speak yeah. this, you can speak that. But yeah, Oriri Lejibu, one of the biggest songs by Lija the Sisters, who were iconic from the years 1969 all the way down to the late 90s, I believe. So yes, let's begin with Lija the Sisters and talk a lot about them. They are... One of a kind in Nigerian yeah, music, I, yeah. I think, I think we should we should start off with the fact that Lijad sisters, they are um, spiritual beings, basically. Um, Aren't we all? Uh, yeah, you know, it's like this. I feel like um, there's some people that they exhibit this, like that is their nature. They exhibit this stuff every single day. Mm. I mean, all of us are spiritual, but... We don't tap into that spirituality. So we, we don't tap into it. And that's one of the things, you know, that's one of the things where you listen to some, a couple of songs is way more beyond, you know, just being there. Yeah. There's, even though the sounds, are, like I read something recently and um, funny story, yeah, the book is right in front of me. History made the GD Taiwo. Big ups to, to him. Shout out to GD Taiwo for doing that amazing book. Now, and the song just reminds me of like Jayla yeah, okay. by Asha, you know, there's like this there's something connect. There's something very deep about Speaking it. Speaking of Asha, there's another song that, that fits this description. Yeah. And that's the Dreamer, Dreamer Girl. Oh, okay. I love that song. Yeah, yeah. So it's, so when you talk about special songs, yes. spiritual songs, spiritual songs, that goes to DMX's... Blood, Give Me a Sign. Yes, yeah, something that's like that. That's a big... So, you know, thank you for like... Don't digress too much. Take it easy. Yeah, that's a big... Yeah, 
that's what we say. But there are special songs. Yeah, this are, like, let's just pick up on these songs and drop them. Yeah. Because if we get to go on songs like that, Lord, give me a sign. Big song. Heal the world, Michael Jackson. Heal the world, Michael Jackson. Even Speechless comes from me, like, spiritual, spiritual stem. You yeah. know this is, like, coming from depth, you know. And then we listen to... Okay, you have a song. I had one recently, Pure Gold. Pure Earth, Gold. Earth, Wind and Fire. Oh, that's a good song. Amazing that's song. a good one. Yeah. That's a that's a really good wow. So that's music a good one. is music is uh, back in Nigeria. Rewind by by Rema. Yeah, look at that song. It's, it's not, so simple. It's not. It's not. It's not spiritual. It's not. It's not spiritual, but it connects but to you. You know. Oh, okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm listening to a song. That, that power said, my people suffer political mm-hmm. poker. You know, you know, like this it's, I mean, like you know, like, this guy is just vibing. It's but vibes, you know, but it's it's, it's, it's so, something. Let me put this one in again. This might not be the song we're talking about, but Bling by Black Bones. Oh, okay. I, I have a problem with you saying Bling by Black Bones. I, I, I want, understand. I don't want it to be in that context. But yeah, I let's separate the context now, which yes. is important. There's there's something called vibe. All right. That's where Bling belongs. Okay. There's something called spiritual. Now we are. I think we are. We are going extremes. Not extremes, but but you you get the energy when yeah. you are enjoying a song. You are in the backseat of your car. We say we say and it's ta- vibey. We talk all this time, all the time. One of the spiritual songs. I feel like we have to say it. I know we have said a hundred times. Silver Shadow. Yes. So Silver Shadow and then Pure Gold and then yeah. Heal the World. They yeah. are in the spiritual realm, so yeah, to speak. Yeah. But the vibe realm is when you talk about Fela in Versace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can move to that. Yeah. You can move to Rem Bling. as you want. Yeah, Bling and all that. So I think that's the difference between yeah. that generation and this generation, right? Yeah, but not so much exactly. I feel like, you see, that's one of the things. That's why we're talking about Arya Star, you know, connecting to someone like Lijadu Sisters. You know, Lijadu Sisters, the story behind them is so much. I feel like we might not even have this episode enough to talk about the Lijadu Sisters. We might at some point, we know, I think we should tag this, coming off the top of my head, I should think we should tag this Lijadu Sisters part one. Then we're going to do part two some other time. Do you understand? Because there are people that we should talk about so much. You know, they had like, this was a time where the elites were listening to a different kind of sound. Mm. And then these ladies, as at that time, girls yeah. or young ladies came around and switched everything up and 69. yeah 16 and this was a time where you know high life was already a major big deal yeah. you know people were listening to high life juju was banging you talk about people like chief of business that will be you know dropping hits back to back at that time yeah, and then people like people were coming into you know create new genres like fella was already you know with color lobitos you know doing one or two things and then they becomes legal sisters that just come and you're like Okay, this song, I mean, you feel like, you know, there are some songs that you feel like, I could actually sing like this. Mm. But you know, for you to get to the level of singing that particular way and yeah. making people connect is way deeper than that. Speaking of Lijadu Sisters and the difference in what they brought to the game in 69, when people like, um, I'm sure this man that we referenced two episodes ago, um, Ooh, um, um, Tony Nightingale, Tony Nightingale was... Yes. You know the juju cultural juju. Yeah, the cultural juju sure was the thing. Orlando in, uh, or Orlando um, Julius. I don't know if Roy Chicago was the same time. Victor Waifu too was big Those at that babas, time. Um, Victor Laya, yeah. those times, and these girls came out singing in English a lot. Yes, a lot. So the difference may have come from the fact that they, they were born in Jos. Uh, well, that's you see. Yeah, that's the thing. Grew up in Ibadan. Yes. Went to Lagos. Yeah, so and the connect is actually really yeah, good. Yeah, and they are elites. They are not as yeah. much as they are spiritual. Yeah, average minded, like average. Um, the average kind of family. Yeah, they are well read. Still, yeah, well read, well traveled later yeah. in life. I mean, like we need to point out stuff like second cousins of Wale Shoyinka and Felani Kolakukuti. Yeah. So basically, the connect. You know, 
Just they, they are connected to learned folk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they, they would later travel abroad and all that. So I think the difference comes from the background. I mean, we can see that with a generation of musicians in Nigeria now that grew up abroad. Yes. And the perspective they bring down is different. I mean, like... That's it, on Sauce Kid. Yeah, Sauce Kid. That's on Ozone. Yes. That's on... What's the name of this rapper? Um, A, a number of rappers who came down um to 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 do music yeah the, the perspective is, is always i mean ld different. at some point had to go back yeah. home like, you know we can't talk about ld you know even though ld grew up in kaduna but like you say stuff like he left for a while and then mm. came back here so there's this connect basically yeah i went to school that, yeah. in the u.s for yeah, some time yeah, yeah. and yeah. then the perspective is different right yeah so yes. yeah push that forward to Lydia the sisters making albums they signed a deal with decca was that the beginning of their career i don't think decca was the beginning of the career i mean they had people they were already they were already working on a couple of stuff but you know that joining the characters like a new beginning for anybody mm. i mean joining the characters was a big new beginning for they were like the big deal Ebenezer like the yeah. you understand so if it was a big deal for Ebenezer Albe to be part of the characters you know it was a big deal i remember there was this um nigerian person i used to work with odion mm. uh, i can't remember his son name exactly i think odion or something like that but let's just call him odion because i can't remember his son name now mm. he was big on you know it was the guy that Decca Records assigned to them. They already moved, they already like you know released a couple of songs. I remember Yab Me Jawa from 1969, yeah. which is one of the songs that people actually know a lot. That's their first album. That's their first album, and they had the, the song Yab Me Jawa was part of that album, you know. And um, I don't know, I was surprised. I was expecting that you know with the rain of the like with the vibe of the time, you expect that, you, that they would have released a record called or an album called The Jazz Sisters, but they never did that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and, and then there was Danger in 1976, Mother Africa in 1977, Sunshine in 1978, um, Horizon Unlimited in 1979, Double Trouble in 1984. So yeah, that's five obvious, or six albums. Yeah, it's obvious they are hard workers, you get. Yeah. So, you know, being they, they were they, they moved around a couple of record um, record labels. The ones I, I can tell for sure, Nathan Factory Records, Decca Records, Aphrodisia, you know, those were three and record labels that were, you know, out there, out there. The song we were talking about was when they were under Shanaki Records. Is, yeah. that, is that the way to say it? Shanaki, uh, Shanaki Records. Records. Shanaki Records. What year was that? Ore Nine, Ore Lejibo, um, 1979. 79, 10 years after their debut. Yeah. What can we say about the genres of music they made? There is jazz, there is rock music, there is some reggae, there is Yoruba influences. There are one of those few artists that we can actually put them in a box so we can't say because I mean when you check their discography they actually did like go around a lot yeah. they didn't stop in one vibe or you know they didn't just do jazz yeah. or do anything but like the sounds that you i feel like would connect to the most the sound the songs they sang in yoruba were more and uh, beautiful yeah. apart from you know they had in reincarnation which was really beautiful as well and they had a couple of other songs but the yoruba songs the songs that yeah. by them so i think we're going to call that i think traditional traditional pop because i saw Decca records actually put them up as pop stars. Hold on. Let me I should do like I don't know how to sing, but please pardon me for the sake of analysis. I want to sing because I'm trying to pick out the instruments that were embedded in that, right? Yeah. There's a jivey sound to it. Yeah. Even the, the progression is quite fast for yes, the Yoruba There is beats. Dun, 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 dun. There is the, I'm sure there were pianos, there were some instruments, but there's t- this poppy sound to it. Do we call that Nigerian traditional? Traditional Nigerian? Yeah, that's pop? what I'm saying. It has to be Nigerian traditional. It sounds, the thing is, because of this, like English instruments or 
international instruments in it, won't be able to call it the Ashiko music anymore, yeah. right? So we now have to say uh, it's like, you know, uh, international sound, but with a lot of traditional What does it connect to, to abroad? And that's what I'm saying. It's jivey, but it, you can't call it. It's, it's not, not the, slow jivey. It's not the kind of jivey. Because the jivey, the jivey, in, like in the US and the UK, used to hit. You know, there would a lot of things going on yeah. underneath. But like busy for beats. this kind of song, it's not very busy. Okay. There's just, you know, one small, simple There's progression. There's one small, simple progression that goes on underneath. And then the ladies just come on and just do their thing. Let's talk about some of their other songs that they did. Lord Have Mercy, A Reincarnation. Um, you talked about Danger. There is one, I can't really recall all of the songs, but they made spiritual songs, powerful songs. In a song like Reincarnation, they were talking about if they were to come back to life yeah. in another world, yeah. they would want to be born in the same household. Wow. And that's because of their connection to their mom. Yeah, they were referencing their mom. If we were to, I'm trying to look at, yeah, some of the successes they achieved, they they performed alongside some bands in in London in America. Uh, there is a tale about performing alongside another band on Jimmy Fallon. They were said to have performed at the 1972 Olympics. Yeah. They really made it modestly. You know, they they were modest internationally. You know, featured on New York Times a number of times. Um, yeah, so what does it say about them and their generation? Who were the their contemporaries in Nigeria and how far can we say, you know, the, the, how much success did they achieve? Well, you can say success, um, first of all, success, you know, can be different for different, like, for different yeah, folks. Yeah. So basically, a couple of, you know, a couple of people that were in their zone at that time, you know, talking about King Sonia Day, was in I mean there was one there was a there was a thing that they went abroad and they met with Eric Clapton mm. which is big because I've talked about Eric Clapton here before and then you know remind Jimi me. Hendrix eh? remind me of Eric um, Clapton oh, oh I can't I can't I can't spot on or something right now but like you know Eric Clapton was in the one same those... vibe as them Bobby Clad Cladwell Jigget okay. all those guys of that time that were big mm-hmm. you know in their own zone do you understand and so yeah stuff like that um we won't say Felado Fela was part of their contemporary at the point because you can't take away from Fela yeah. that Fela was around that time of as course, well. 66. You get so, you know, and then you have like um the Juju guys then the Orlando or Victor Waifu. So they were they were in the midst of craziness, basically. Mm-hmm. And this was a time where people were uh it was a time where people like Amer- like the Nigerians were looking for a way to get into the international market. Yeah. So they would have to look for international people to make them sound international. I don't think that makes any sense. Yeah. It's not like yeah, now where it's not like now where you have so, people like, you so, know, people abroad want to come around and steal or not steal. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm using the word steal in I, a I good think context. We're, we're seeing the reverse oh, Exactly. Now. So that was what was happening. But people like the Lijado sisters didn't jump on things like that. What we call it is internationalization. Yeah, yeah. We have a sound here. Uh, of course, um, um Sonia did that with world beats. Uh the way he performed across different stages in the world and, yeah. you know, made impact. Um, some of their influences, Ligia Du Sisters' influences were people like Aretha Franklin, Pointer Sisters. Uh, I think there was one more that I saw. Dr. Victor Laya was one of their influences yeah. too. Uh, talk to me about, because there, there is a writer who wrote about them that they are the version of Pointer Sisters exactly. in Nigeria. And it makes sense because they came out like around the same time. The Pointer Sisters... Automatic. Were they twins too, no? No, no, no. This is three sisters. Actually, four. 
but they became three. Okay. And then even today, they are still present today. They are wow. three now, but like it's like one part of the tree just grew mm. two generations and then became a thing. So yeah, the Pointer Sisters, they're actually a spiritual kind of group as well. So Whoa. it makes sense why the connect is there. Mm. Pointer Sisters talking about June Pointer, Anita Pointer, Ruth Pointer, um, and Bonnie Pointer. Now Bonnie Pointer is the only one that has actually gone out of the group she died at 52 um drug problems so basically now we have root pointer sadako pointer i can't remember the last girl but like i mean i don't try now (laughs) now so yeah you were making a point yeah yeah i was making a point at this spirituality between the groups you understand this is you know pointer sisters common to both of them yeah it's common to both of them pointer sisters are one of those groups that i mean when you play their song you know it has that kind of vibe as well all right, so yeah, Point Sisters, we're talking about Automatic, I'm So Excited. Mm. These are like two major records. Mm. And then the Slow Hand, beautiful, beautiful people. What kind of spiritual are they? Uh-huh. This, is our, this is what I was about to get to. They do these things with their songs, right? The same thing that we talked about, about spirituality. And, you know, that's the thing that I got recently from listening to Asha's music. Spirituality does not have to be very, very deep. You can mm. use simple words to make people feel the deepest of things simple notes now the automatic now some people argue that that's the most that's the best arranged song of the 80s wow i i don't know for them but like most beats no 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 no. to listen but yeah 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 yeah. automatic is actually a very beautiful song actually but like i loved it it was one of those songs that i heard like in my early days like when you if you play gta 5 you know Mm. automatic if you know play GTA Vice City, you know automatic. Yeah, the song play plays on all like the time. People. Yeah. And that's one of those songs where you actually do enjoy the vibe. Because even though you are not old, you're like, mm, not so bad. Okay. So she has this um Ruth Pointer has this um deep voice. Yeah. So she would go on, you know, do the deep voice and then, you know, and it would back up and all that. So there's this thing about the arrangement and they use simple words, mm. you know, try to be automatic, your slow hand. Everything about them has like a deeper meaning. Mm. They don't just say words like they, they are not artists that will just come and vibe. They don't vibe. Hopefully, they are getting money from GTA, most definitely. Ah, of course now. What they are, the, are you they are, ah, ah, come on. Are you whining them? I want us to talk about sisters a little bit. Uh, right. Some of Lydia do sisters' influences, like we said. Aretha Franklin, Pointer Sisters, Miriam Akiba. Who Sister we, Sledge. Sister Sledge, who we... Miriam Akiba we, was our... Talked about, yeah. Was, pre- was the star of our, of our last episode. Um... Talk about group sisters in music generally. Yes. The, the Supremes, right? Yeah, the Supremes. No, no, the Supremes are not group. They're not sisters. Yeah, they were not sisters. Uh, but, but like ladies. The, yeah, ladies. When but, I yeah. say sisters, I don't mean blood sisters. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying blood and other groups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, TLC was later. Oh, yeah, TLC. Amazing group. Um, um, uh, what's this girl's name? Spice Girls in the UK. Uh, that those ones they, they were too much. Um, Destiny Child. <laughs> yeah, that's the group. Oh, of we sisters. might get to UK Michelle later. Yeah. Um, tell me about sisters in music and group. What's what, what's common to all of them and what's the vibe with um, group sisters and we don't seem to see that anymore now. Yeah, you know the weird thing when you think about it in contrast or in comparison to male groups, sisters group they break up amicably. Only few of them. And the reason why... Had major problems. And yeah, only very few. And the few that had major problems, you knew they were going to have major problems mm. from the onset. For example, now, Destiny's Child, they didn't have a major problem. Mm. Okay, the breakup wasn't, you know, sweet. But you knew at some point, this Beyonce girl was going to leave these guys alone. No bad energy. Yeah, yeah, like this girl was going to leave them. Supremes, Diana Ross was going to leave them alone. Mm. We have a lot of other people too that are like a lot of sisters. Sky too. Now, I know Dynasty might not be females, but Nadia Bird and Linda Kariri, those are sisters. Mm. They stuck with themselves all through. Mm. 
um, Sheik with two ladies there too. Amazing. People like Sisters too, but not so much. Um, SOS. But, you know, Mary Davis was kind of like the shining light. So, mm. you knew that she was only... She was, she was going to chop all, all the stars. You get what I'm mm. saying? So, you know, sister groups like in the Supremes, you know, all the way down to, you know, Pointer Sisters and then the TLCs. They've always been this... I don't know. I think ladies know how to... I don't know whether it's a thing, but they feel like they know how to manage themselves more. Yeah. You know, when they are together, especially when there's genuine love yeah. amongst... When it's not just about the money. What's the problem with the guys? Oh, uh, that's what I'm saying. That's what I just said. Money? It's about the money. Really? Always. Always. Most, Most of the, of the time. time. Because, you know, a guy doesn't, you know, you is a guy that would think, ah, we're getting 40 million US dollars and we're splitting it three ways. Joe, what if I get this alone? Speaking of guys, Joe Budden and his guys, yeah. have you been seeing the stories? I mean, I've been sharing. I mean, most of them have been from you, but I've been sharing because Joe Budden, I'm not really a big fan of Joe Budden. We have diverted, we have digressed way too much. <laughs> way too much. There'll be, there'll be time to talk about Lija sisters, yeah. but just to wrap up on them, Ken Day Lija do died in 2019 November at the age of 71 yeah really sad suffered really, really a stroke sad. and really sad that's life right yeah that's life Taiwo is alone that's now. life reminded, that just reminded me of Frank Sinatra's song that's life that's life yes uh, by yes let's move on talk about Ira Star. I still find that girl very weird now in a good way yeah I love her spirit she's very different yeah she got signed to Maven at 18 was broken out at age 19 and she made she dropped an EP, five song EP. One of them is Sari. All of the songs I believe are doing well. I mean, what do you expect? Away, D I T R, um, Sari, Ija, and I think that I know Ija. I know Ija. Ija is doing well. There's one Sari. More. I can tell is doing well too. Away is like the biggest song of the yeah. EP. So Sari sampled Oriri Legible from 19 what? 1979. How far apart? Uh, 1979 to 2021. That's like um, let me do a quick math. 2021 1979 I know it's probably 40 yeah yeah it's about that 42 well, years 42 years actually what in the 42 years of life <laughs> music was I start thinking when she found um, Lydia the sisters this is about grandparents right it has to be I, you know it's like this we have different families in Nigeria and we have people that are rooted to music now there's some people that they can't play music but the family loves music. Yeah. So they would always play different kinds of sounds. And Lijadu sisters, I want to believe that Aya Star, because you could share from the way she talks, she's older than her age. Yeah. Maybe not, that's not the way to say it. I mean, Rema, Rema sounds... No, I don't mean, I don't mean, I don't mean like, no, 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 I don't mean this like, she looks older or she, no, she actually does sound like, there's something you she say knows, in Yoruba. She knows a lot more. There's something they say in Yoruba, I'm going to remember that thing now. I don't know how to say, I don't know how to say it directly, but I would say, Enti Agba calls something like, Someone that lived with their grandmother oh, okay. would always like be smarter than yeah, her peers. Yeah, but in you this know, case, I think this is more about spirituality. Ex- that's her. what I'm saying. But I feel so like it might not be. I feel it like might not be stems, a case of. I feel like it stems from. I don't yeah, know her personally, yeah. but I feel like it stems from. She must have had connect with some older women because that's not just so. That's, see, that, those kind of spirituality does yeah. not just come because on your own. Being it's smart, not possible. being smart is different from being spiritual. Yeah, you can read books and be, on, and on be smart, world and be smart wars and world. global politics and know these things and tech. Yeah. But if you are introspective as a human being at that age, it's definitely more than reading books. And she probably doesn't even stress to be like that. It's just, exactly, it's just, natural. Just and, and you know that in the next five, six years, she keeps up with this energy. She's going to be... You know one of the people that was very spiritual from the onset mm. that didn't make it? 
I, I didn't make it to the point where we expected him to make it. Magic Fashek. Yeah. Magic Fashek was very... From the early songs, the, I mean, you see performances of So Long on David Letterman's show. And then you want to cry. And you're like, what was this man thinking? As at that time, it was just like, barely 30. Even though some of his theories... Early 20s. Some of his theories are questionable. Exactly. But you can know that he's not speaking... Obviously. You know, he's so not speaking in the physical. <laughs> There's a song, uh, Beware. Yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night and America is on fire. Yes, now <laughs> like he speaks like there's going to fire, be fire, fire, fire. He speaks like there's going to be a, a a problem. Yeah, fire is going to come in America. Africa is on fire. Something I, I, and that, that's that, that's the kind of energy that you know. Although this um, I start, I think she has. Is that a good thing when you have somewhere that you know, somewhere like John Don Jazzy around you that will always try and make you like push positivity. Mm. I mean, if I were her, I would love her to stay under Don Jazzy's um, tutelage for a while. You know, I'm sure she wants to branch out at some point. You but can, like, you can expect that five yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, but like you expect, okay, you should learn, you know, learn and understand how to, understand you know, recreate business. what you have, Bro, and you know, I don't, I don't have classic information, but I know there's a project coming. That's okay. the Rema energy. Rema dropped four projects mm. in a year. Rema is, Rema is, Rema is, Rema is. She dropped four four track EP. One came after four months. Another one came after six months. Another one came yeah. back to back. Lady Dumebi, Bad Commando, back to back. Yes, I can assure you. It's gonna they come. Said, they said she, she has been underground. They they had to select from seventy songs to pick five. Wow, wow! <laughs> for that EP, seventy songs. Reminds, seventy songs reminds you of Michael Jackson's Thriller. Yeah, seventy. They had songs. to select from to maybe 12. not up to seventy. Maybe they are not. They are not. They are not done yet. Yes. But 70 ideas, ideations. Uh, yeah, let's play the two the two pieces that we have so that we can, you know, put them. It, it's just pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, four lines from... Four lines from... Uh, or Mio. Yeah, you are going to listen to yeah, both. Yeah, you listen to that. But and you know what? We, we, I, I like this energy. I feel like um, very soon... Uh, we're going to talk about the Jazz Sisters again because yeah. I don't want this to stop. Yeah, there's a lot. I more mean, there's a whole lot more we have not talked talk about, about yet. Yeah, but, so uh, let's flip those two songs. Yeah, and then we'll I have star the Jazz Sisters, Sari and Oriri Lejibo. You know how it is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did that right. The sample axis administered by Boyga Nelson. Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. The sample axis. We'll be right back. Get out. Fight, trouble in the streets. Watch out, right, jam bice on the way. Get out, fight, trouble in the streets. Watch out, right, jam bice out to stay. Oh, 
Administered by Boyga Nelson. Yeah, let me try that. So we're back for Sample Axis podcast. You just listened to Era Star Sorry from the year 2021, sampling 42 years back, 1979, Lija the Sisters. Uh, the iconic Lija the Sisters, I should say, uh, the song titled which by the way i don't know if it's ekiti or ogun or osun or ibadon i'm confused they were speaking something like ekiti but i can't decipher uh we'll save that for leisure to part two nelson what do we have on part two of this episode all right so um on the part two of this episode we have um a legend I don't. Would I say? Two, are we going to say two legends? Two legends, because obviously, reason why I'll say one of them stamped big man, chief, grand commander, yeah. Ebenezer Obey. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. See exactly. You know, there's nothing new to the man. And then the other person, he's a legend because I'm not trying legend word around now. He's a legend because at the time he came in. He made a switch. You know, there are some people that are very pivotal to the music industry. He's he's like a pioneer. Yeah, he's like a pioneer of a different sound. And he comes like all the way to just, you know, give us something fresh and something cool and out of the box. Mm. And the person I'm talking about is Sheisho Dimu. 
Now, Sheisho the Moon, most people, when I say Sheisho the Moon, most people think straight up to love me jeje, love me tender. Basically, because that's like the, you know, vibe you want to vibe to immediately when you think about Sheisho the Moon. People know him before, you know, love me jeje, love me tender vibes. And he came in as at the time where Nigerian music industry was not you know having a signature or you know where there was so much happening there was no face for nigerian music in terms there was no identity you understand i mean i'm talking about moving into the uh, new millennium are you sure there was no identity there really was not uh, like there was, was not i'm not saying i'm not saying that we didn't have good sounds obviously we had people already on ground we had the um um plantation boys we had the, the remedies you're talking about contemporary music Contem- yeah but i'm saying like there, was, there was no because there was fuji music doing yeah so thing. there was a whole lot going on so there was no one thing that it's not like now where we know what is leading the way right now is Afrobeats. Afro you understand but then you know everybody could do whatever they want yeah. but then came in somebody like say show the more you know somebody that is a rooted nigerian yeah. to the core left the country came back still had that element and then you know he teams up with Shafi Bello for a couple of songs yeah. both in the first album and second album to drop something you know elegant when you think about it because I mean I remember Love Me JJ I'm sure we're going to talk about Love Me JJ way more than we're going to talk yeah. about Pelek Pelek because the song that was actually sampled from Chief Emiza Obe or Emi Shep Pelek Pelek picked up that song too mm. and he redid it entirely to his own version. So episode two of this podcast was um um Wally Thompson. Yeah, that was a, oh wow 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 like minds like minds. So I'm trying to disagree with you. I don't know if I'm even right, but let me try more to disagree with you okay. that there was no face to Nigerian music. 99, mm. 2000, 2001, 2002. There was maintaining the mix. There was you don't hit my car in the mix. There was uh, Baba Frayo in the mix. There was people like Sheisho Dimu. There was Shakomo. Uh, remedies. Uh, what did I just say? Um, Wally Thompson. But out but of then all again, people, but out of all these people, would you say like there was like leading faces? There, there really wasn't. Which is yeah, why yeah, I, yeah. I now agree with you. Exactly. There was all That's kinds of I'm sound. Saying. Look at Shadi Mu. Shadi Mu was integrating Nigerian sounds to so flex elite type music. Right? Yeah. He was doing the. You know, they had like the alter of the time. Yeah, they were like the we are, new we are, boys on the block. We are the cool kids. New we don't boys do on the block. we don't do Baba Frayo yeah. raz music. We don't do Daddy Shoki, and we are not really doing um, hip hop like them. Uh, Raski and uh, what's his name again? We are not doing all that, but we are the cool kids, slow type music that oldies can vibe to. Yeah, and, and new guys can, can vibe can connect to. to as well. So it was a kind of alter at the time, which is where I kind of agree with you that there wasn't really a face to Nigerian music within those times so yeah yeah but you know you know one of the things where when i when i want to talk about before was that you know shay shodimi is actually one of those people that you feel like the new sound of nigerian music he's one of the pioneers yeah like that's why i said he's a legend that's why i know some people might be offended that yeah some people might be offended and say who's this guy like because was big on radio exactly not just big on radio it was big everywhere everywhere. i think as at the time where he did this song this um that he did again he had already like i don't know went off the limelight for a while I mean, what do you think about it? Now, let's talk about Love Me Jeje because there's a sample there too. Um, uh, Ebenezer Obezore, Me Ye Shek Pele Pele, which Sheisho Dimu would later in, in recent years, 2014 or 2016, they're about to make a cover of. Um, Love Me Jeje, there is a tiny guitar session on Ebenezer Obez Pele Pele that was looped in Love Me Jeje as Love well. Jeje. You probably don't notice, but it's there. Okay, that sample. How far apart was what's the difference in the Obey generation and what Sheisho Dimu 
represented alright um, Obey's generation obviously there was the you know the juju, juju was just the, time ju- juju. the juju vibe was just coming into play as at the time so basically you can't like you can't you, you knew what the sound sounded like exactly mm. so that the vibe you know you have to be you have to be unique with your sound mm. you have to go, something um, there was one thing we said in the two episodes ago you cannot not make sense mm. you understand yeah. so basically you always wanted to it's like you were trying to best the other music by doing something that was way mm. like way stronger or way you know intelligent yeah. in terms of scope uh, but you know somebody like um, Ebenezer Obey he had you know a couple of sounds that were very cool calm not too forced and Pele Pele happens to be one of them mm. and I remember that Pele Pele too the, uh, the idea and the story behind Pele Pele is actually very deep yeah. because you know I, mean, I remember one of the videos that was made at some point I think the video went around with um, there was this guy now this is weird because I can actually remember this and I feel good about it mm. Pele Pele was in 1968 okay so that's a very long time Wow. That's two years before the seventies. One year before Lijadi's first album. One year album. before Lijadi's first album. So you understand the levels. Yeah. And then you're doing a song in nineteen ninety nine. So that's like thirty years Later. into the future. And then the Pelekpele that he actually remixed entirely even, was done in twenty fourteen. Yeah. So that's like another forty years moving yeah. forward. So basically it's a whole lot. And I remember one video he did in where um it was a very short video, but it made a lot of sense. There's mm. this guy that was rich, um his friends came around, you know. So I don't know where I saw that video. Swen came around to ask him for money, two of them. One of them asked for 700,000. So weird, I remember this. One of them asked for one million, and then the guy's like, yo, you know what? Um, I'm going to give you guys the money. And his wife came around, and she's like, ah, eh, my husband, what's up? And the guy's like, yeah, they're my friends now. Would you expect for me, like, me to help yeah. and my friends? And then she says, ah, she pele pele. You understand? Be careful. Because that's the word. Pelepele means be careful. Yeah. My friend, be careful. So he's like, okay, be careful. And he's like, ah, no problem. These are my guys. I'm going to, you know, do anything I can for them. for them. And then, you know, the next the next scene shows where he goes on to give all of them money and we're feeling all good. One of them even said he wanted to kill himself. <laughs> and don't forget, these guys were just looking for money for business. Yeah. They wanted to kill themselves and all that. guys are like, oh, yeah, you're the best friend in the world. And then switch up. You know, the bank comes to want to collect his house mm. and then he goes back to his friend. Like I'm just trying to show us the depth of the song. This song yeah. is not just the meaning. You know, of you know I said something before about like where I said we discovered in the past two episodes that if you are from the sixties down, every music from that time, thinking about magic fashion is just popping into my head. Mm. There's no magic fashion that does not have a deep meaning. Everyone. Except for maybe like you know normal vibe, maybe yeah. maybe when it's vibe. There's a song when, about smoking, exactly. Um, ma- marijuana. Uh, uh, I man smoke marijuana. Uh, even even um, um, Rick James did. Rick James with all of his yeah. greatness did. But uh, Mary Jane, bro. Um, um uh, magic fashion in New York. Yeah. Um, beware. Uh, beware. Uh, prisoner. Holy Ghost. Prisoner. Yeah. Holy, there's one that is. I come from the ghetto. I love that song. Yes, now ghetto. Malcolm. Malcolm. Ayo, 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 ayo. There's one. Jesus Christ come from the ghetto. Yes, the and one, there's a spirit the to that song. Yeah. Let's move forward. You, you were talking about the meaning of the meaning of Pelepele, which is deep. Goes yeah. back to the episode where we featured our first guest. Exactly. So. He was claiming that. Every song in those eight days. It wasn't had, a claim. It's ha- just the truth. Even when the had songs, to have deep meanings. Even when the songs obey is, obey is a legend of that. Even when the songs were dirty. Speak of We can go on and on. Obey has a song for every situation, and exactly. the storytelling is slick as well. So yeah, so he showed him. Um, I we might not be able to do justice to his work here. 
some of his biggest songs, Mr. Money Man, that came later. Uh, yeah, yeah, Mr. Money Man. I mean, big ups to Shafi Bello for being, you know, a major part of, because one way or the other... Shafi is an actress. Too. Yeah, she's an actress now. She, she has, I, I don't really she, know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she, she, you remember the lady that took every day? She's actually a very big actress now. In fact, she's referred to as a veteran. Oh, now? Yeah, she's referred to as a veteran. She was... Here in the nineties, yeah, 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 early two thousand. She's still, she's still here now, and she's an amazing actress. She's like them bookie right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have seen them, I was on this. There was this new film they did recently. Yeah, yeah, I, know, I heard the name, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She's, just, she's actually I'm very big. big Chief Daddy too. She's gonna be in Chief Daddy too. Oh, cool. So Shafi Bello, big woman, you know. And then she was in. The, she was a money man. She took the cross in money man. She took the cross in Love uh, So she has been part. That's why I just had to do you know a quick shout out to her because I actually love her. As I well. was looking up Shayisho Dimustof and I saw the collab with um, Wayne Wonder, who is like a reggae guy, yeah. a reggae legend to um, sophisticated woman. That's the title of yeah, the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, there are I many, many song. other songs by Shayisho Dimustof. It was just important for us to like refer to him. And you know, we'll play a, a number of those. Um, Love Me Jeje, the snippets that sampled Belek Pele, and the actual Belek Pele cover that he did uh, in 2014. I think maybe because of the, the way the climate became, he tried to re enter the industry. He still released music up until last two years or one year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has been releasing music for but, like forever. But the thing is, because of his, I think because he's this cool, so elite, laid back musician. Yeah trying to re-enter the industry that is now extremely vibe-based, Afrobeat energy, maybe it's uh, it's kind of hard. Well, or maybe, maybe you should stick to that sound. What do you think? Because I was going to ask you, what do you think about his kind of music? It's for it's for Agbalag. It's not because for Agbalagba as them. It's I don't for, know. There's this there's this vibe. It's an elite. It's, it's, a, it's a, you know, all these um, OGs that go to bars, chill, relax. Yeah. Yeah. He is like a step up from the duo counters. Oh yeah. He's like the he's still the same Faji Faji music. Yeah, relax like and different vibe. Yeah, Wally Thompson, you know, energy. Yeah, that's what I think. Let's wrap this up. Production credits. How are we wrapping up already? We I have a few go. minutes to go. I don't I don't want to go. I feel like we're still doing this, you know. Production credits. Um Pele Pele, obviously. Um um, Chief Ebenezer Obe and his band, you know, from the year 1968, um, big one. Um, I think there's there's a couple of like undergy stuff saying, you know, like I didn't know how they hand in this, which I've read so much already. So I'm, just, but I don't want to give it to like I didn't know already. Jiget. So basically, we talk about that, you know. But you know, it was under Decca Records when he released this album. Then it was Decca Records UK because he switched to Decca Records France at some point. I'm not sure a lot of people know that. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and then okay the. Belek Bele by Shay Shodimo 2014, released and then produced by um, Shizzy, Shizzy, somebody we are very familiar with. DMW. Uh, DM, DM, DMW. Uh, is he in house producer or is just standing? Really we don't really know, but basically, he was, you know, all up in that space, you know. And um, I don't know, do you think he paid money to the car records? Because the car records is still around today, so. Like, Who should pay now? Obviously, Shay Shodimo should pay the car records for what? For covering the song? Shay Shodimo. Who should pay who? I no, no, I'm saying like should Shay Shodimu pay? I don't know the business, but it's but a, because it's a if, cover. if if this song was on Decca Records, you know, radar publishing, publishing and everything, who gets paid? Did Obey get his masters? Yeah, I, I think was, there was words that he did. I'm not sure. I don't know the details. There was words like he did. But if he got his masters, then what I mean, he gets paid. He, he gets well, production credit for Ira Star and Lija the Sisters. Yeah, production credit for Lija the Sisters. So really, Jibo produced in the year 1979. Album Horizon Limited. Producer was Adrian Horizon Martins. Horizon Unlimited. Horizon Unlimited. Wow. 
Yeah. I didn't check well. And that, that tells you they were introspective. Who titles albums like that? Very weird. Because even the US artists, you know, for example, Sherry Lynn, you have In Love, In The Night, Instant Love, Preppy. But when you say Horizon Unlimited. So basically, there's something, it sounds like Adventures in the Land of Music from Dynasty, that's, from the year 1981. Who produced? You said Don Jazzy produced Ira Star. Yeah, Don Jazzy produced Ira Star. It was mixed and mastered by Johnny Drill. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes, yes. I really thought Louder produced a lot of the songs on, on the album. I think the four, the four other songs were Louder Louder produced. Yeah, so but yeah. Like, Don Jazzy, shout out to Don Jazzy. Shout out to Don Jazzy for bringing You up. see him, respect this man. Uh-uh. This is the soul of Nigerian music he's do- industry. He's doing great. He's doing we'll talk great. about him, maybe um, dedicate an entire episode to him, but then uh, we, we, might, we, might, we might not be related to samples. So. Don Jazzy is a great guy. And I'm sure, I don't know, I'm sure if I ever have the opportunity to like interview somebody that, you know, that would be really cool to like be on the seat and talk to. I think he has said all there is to be said. Yeah, but like you still want to talk to him. Yeah. Not he doesn't. He doesn't have to be. The camera doesn't have to be in front of us. Yeah. It doesn't have just, to be recorded. Just get to a conversation. Me. I want talk, to know what's in your head. Him. I mean, yeah. you have been all like, the way from JJC Squad, JC and Four One Nine Squad. You know, big time. Genius. So yeah, that's the wrap. That's a wrap on on the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So um, obviously you can get our social media handles. You would get that in the description. Yeah. Right. And but, also, but as an extra, boy, yeah. on the squad deal. Yeah. Oh, on Twitter. Okay. And then. Yours is mine on Twitter is N W A E N I E capital N. Follow Sample Access Pod on Twitter and support our work. Share with your friends, share with your parents, share with your friends. You're very important. And your parents, I'm sure you're going to love listening to yeah, this. Write a review on your favorite social media platform, yeah, could be on yeah. WhatsApp status, Facebook, or Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. My yeah, name is Buye Gadoya. We'll see you next time. All right, we, we out. You're listening to the Sample Access Podcast. Yeah, let me try that.